0: Do, 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 do. Ramadan is a time for spiritual reflection and self improvement. So, this month, I wanted to do something special for the Savvy Talk listeners, and I've partnered with Do Business. We are going to bring you the inspiring stories of eight entrepreneurs in Dubai. It's a special series called Inspiring Growth. Where we go with you on their journeys and their challenges and how they took their dreams to reality. I'm really grateful for Do for this partnership. I have been a Do customer for about 15 years, and Do business not only enables business growth but also your personal growth. In this episode, I'm talking with entrepreneur Fatma and Molla. Visual artist Fatma is the founder and creative director of FMM, a collection of pop culture inspired. T-shirts, dresses, abayas, and accessories that can be found in Dubai's coolest boutiques. I am so delighted that the first episode of this special series with do is Fatma. And I really hope you take away some of the value that I got in listening to her story. Wishing you all a Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan
1: Kareem. Ramadan Kareem to you too, my love. How are you? How's everything? You look I'm so
0: Oh, I'm so grateful for your time today, no. and I'm so excited that we're kicking
1: off uh, this special series with do for Ramadan with you. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor, honestly, so thank you.
0: So I just want to ask, it's first day of Ramadan, what's your Ramadan routine usually look like?
1: Well, it differs, I guess, every year, uh, but usually it's like main time with the family, and then if I can squeeze in a workout, I try to do that, but as much as I can, I feel like I've... Um, I split my time in three. So it's like a, a section for like creativity and just doing something fun and then a section for like spirituality so I read Quran. I try as much Good. as I can to like understand what I'm reading. And then the third part is like family time. So we try to see what we can do together as a family and how we can, you know, be together. Uh, so that's pretty much it. And that takes a, a lot of the time. Sometimes we do not even finish. any post. So, yeah,
0: I love that. I love yeah. that. Anyways, I am so excited to talk to you because I have been looking into your company and your business and your story. And you're an entrepreneur at heart. Oh, and you have built so something much. extraordinary and very, very thanks. special. And I want to start from talking a little bit about how did you build your business? So what, how did your current business come about and, and how did you come up with the concept and tell everybody what you do?
1: Okay. So, oh my God, in a few sentences, <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, I, I first and foremost, I I see myself and I always introduce myself as an artist. I studied graphic design, visual communication in university, so... I appreciate the arts and I love fine arts, but also digital art is I think what made my business what it is today. Uh, funny enough in university, I was very, very um, weak and found it very challenging to actually design digitally. So I remember having this energy and I didn't find the job that suited me. So I started a blog and in retrospect, like a blog was back then, what you ate, what you bought, where you went, and I just wanted it to be just mine and I would just put some items on the blog and with time I would like wanting I wanted to put some elements of like cult-like products and I remember um, going to like my friends places and like having conversations with them and I remember like topics of like you know, cliche products or like cult-like products like the Cartier Love Bracelet or like a uh, a Hermes bag or like a classic uh, Chanel bag. And it eventually came to like me kind of making fun of it with the tongue, you know, tongue-in-cheek kind of vibe. Yeah, but also it was more like me trying to put like an illustration and then like um, having a conversational piece. So like the Cartier love bracelet, like it was the illustration. And then underneath was Arafat al-Hubman Cartier. So I, I only knew love from, Cartier. <laughs> love from Cartier. So people could actually look at it in different, uh, you know, um, perspectives. And it was a conversational piece. And I remember there was this um, thing on the blog where you, it was like an option where anytime you post something on the blog, it would immediately go on Twitter. So I remember that. And then people started tweeting me saying, okay, we would love this pr- uh, this illustration on an actual product. And that's how it grew organically. I never actually wanted to start Amazing. this. Business. And I remember my husband back then was like, why don't you actually have t-shirts or put it on t-shirts? And I was like, okay, that's an actually like not bad idea. Let's actually like look into it. And that's how I started-ish. So I, I really want to talk about growth because I think
0: you know, as entrepreneurs, especially if you have a small business, you know, growth is always a challenge. If you grow too fast, you have the right team members. If you right. are growing too much for demand with the customers, how do you meet that? So talk to us a little bit about your journey through growth and what are some of the things that you faced um, in your personal development as a leader in your personal growth?
1: Learning from failure is very, very real and it's very a uh, true and you need to go through the failures and to me the first time I failed and the second time I failed and the third time I failed I thought the world was ending and I thought I was a big disappointment to myself to my parents to my family Um, and I remember having like to sit down with my husband because he's also an entrepreneur and I think we related so much on that level because he was doing his thing and I was doing mine but we were also we were both coming from design backgrounds so I think we were very supportive of each other in terms of that, but also having a business and having to answer to people and having to answer to yourself. But all of these things, you know, help you to grow and help you to manage money, to manage yourself, to manage time. And I think the most essential part of growth is managing your time and managing your productivity.
0: So, how did you build your audience or your customer base?
1: To be again, I'm 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 telling you this from the bottom of my heart, and I'm being like truly honest. It was completely organic, organic, like organic. You can't imagine. Also, starting a business is not for everyone. Like, that's what I know no. midway through that. Like, you know, there's a reason why people go into medicine. There's a reason why people go into the co- corporate world. There's a reason why you have technicians and, you know, people. Because starting something from scratch is, I can't leave that. Like, it's not like I, it's for my nine to five. And I'll just shut that off and, like, focus on my life right now. Like, you are, like, continuously 24 hours. And I remember having, like, these mini fights with my husband because he's, like, you can't put your phone down. And I'm, like, I'm not going to put my phone down because it's, like, it's a baby. My business is still a baby. And... Um, So you do have this kind of um, imbalance in your life. But in general, I feel like it's it's not an easy situation where you start a business and you keep on pursuing that business because it's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take a lot of, uh, you know, Hopes and prayers and also like time from you and like away from the things that you love. So it's also about sacrificing, uh, which people don't understand. And with the rise of social media, I think it's a double-ended sword where people see Oh, she's just, you know, she's doing what she loves and it's amazing and she styled things. And it's like, you don't see the blood, sweat and tears that happen behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: 100%. It takes a lot of work. And then once you start a company or a business, especially if it's a consumer centric product business, you're always on. You have customer issues, uh, just supply chain, distribution, manufacturing. Answering customer inquiries, it's a whole other game. How how big is your company now?
1: We're uh, almost I think 15 people, so I have like a small workshop and the guys that are there are wonderful and you know we give it our all and they give it their all. And it's very important to find the right employees also something that I wasn't um fully ready and equipped with when I first started. For me it's essential To understand also how to push myself and you know having a business that completely relies on my designs and my illustrations also it it uh, you know when you're in that creative space you don't want to really think about marketing and management and you know the business aspect and the money aspect of it financially and all of that so for me it was it was you know juggling so many balls and i always like um, call myself like i'm i tell my, myself and my team we're like octopuses like we have like eight legs and if you want to come and just do one thing it's not going to you know work because you know you need to put on different hats at different times um, because we are a small team so i think i've been very blessed alhamdulillah to have like a team like that who understood And understands because I've hired people who are like, no, I'm only going to do this. And I'm like, this is not how we can push the business forward. Um, So, yeah. And also understanding your consumer is something else completely, which um, that is also, you know, something that's a trial and error situation. But I think with time you get to see, Okay, I feel like this is what I am artistically and this is what I stand for. And these are my customers. I am not a big brand. Uh, You know, you can't find a regular white T-shirt or black T-shirt with me. So I'm more of a niche. So people uh, will come to me because they want certain aspects. They want to be um, affiliated with certain design. Um, And that's, I think, grows with time, you know.
0: How do you establish culture in your organization, and what did you do to make sure that it reflects your values and the values of the brand?
1: So I think also that grows when you grow as a brand and as a person. I think when I first started, I was very confused on, should I be the tough boss? Should I be like the strict boss? Should I be the disciplined boss? Should I be the fun boss? (laughs) You know, so... It's also very difficult for me. It was difficult for me because it was like, I was super kind, but also I was very strict. And there wasn't that balance because I was like, I, w- I was telling my team, you know, like, do whatever you guys want to do at your own time, but just finish the tasks at hand. And when the tasks didn't get finished at hand, I would get upset. And then I would be like, why? And then I would have a one-to-one and... um and they also didn't see that kind of like transition because it was like a sudden thing. I always thought I wanted to have the culture of like honesty, kindness and trust between us. And I wanted anyone within my company, if they felt overwhelmed or they couldn't handle certain things, that they could come to me. And then we can sort things out as a team. But usually like I love a collaborative kind of environment where people share ideas I don't like to dictate or some certain things I have to dictate since because it's my company and it needs to flow and we need to make sure people get paid but other than that I feel like there are a lot of things that we need to make sure that it's more of an artistic collaborative kind of creative environment environment I do give even the guys at the workshop, I tell them, you know, like this is space and time for R&D, so research and design. So if you guys find anything or want to use a certain technique or do something in particular, let's do it. Let's find it. And if it's going to fulfill us artistically and as a business, and it's going to like be, uh, you know, attractive to our consumers, why not? So there is always this kind of environment where I feel like I, I need to instill in them and in the company that we need to always have that kind of collaborative kind of you know back and forth but also like I don't want my customers to ever be upset with us or with me we are a small business and some people sometimes don't understand that we're octopuses so we do different things at different times and we're a small team and they have all the right that they shouldn't really be able um, they they shouldn't be concerned about what happens behind the scenes but also some cu- um, customers like we we order this now we want this now and it's like <laughs> we're not that kind of business yeah. sometimes you know
0: did you ever dream of being an entrepreneur did you say okay i'm going to wake up one day and create my own brand cuz some people have big dreams and ambitions yeah. to do things like that. And yes. what advice would you give them if, they, if somebody has a dream to start a business to actually go do it?
1: Like, honestly, being an Emirati in in this type of, you know, environment where you have your own business, not a lot of people take you seriously. They think that, they oh, you're yeah. coming from a country that, mashallah, has so many resources. They're, the government is very supportive of its people. Um you know, some people think we have it easy sometimes, and it's not like we don't have it easy. We do in certain aspects, but to prove ourselves as women uh, in a place of, uh, you know, business where it's whether we like it or not, it's predominantly um Uh, and taking you seriously and there have been a lot of incidents where you know some people started businesses out of a hobby but that's a passion project as we mentioned before it's not a business and some people have uh, their places in exhibitions then they go and they they do all of that but it's a hobby at the end of the day for them it's not a business I've been in this business for 11 years so I'm I'm still at the beginning of my journey. It's not like I've reached anywhere now. I wanted something that represented my culture. I wanted something that had to do with myself thank you so much for your time today. the
0: spirit of ramadan why don't you leave us with a message or a wish for the audience as we uh, close the episode
1: my message would be just to spread kindness be supportive of the the people around you it's very important to to be able to to share kind words to share appreciation to people because that's what keeps people going and we need each other in order to thrive so that would be my message this ramadan thank you so much maha
0: it's a wonderful thing. Thank, thank you.
1: you for your time Take today. Care. Thank
0: you. you. Too. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I would be so grateful if you subscribe to the podcast and I would love to hear from you. Send us a message. Let us know who you'd like to see on the show and we will do our best to try to get them on the episodes. Thank you so much.